listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. I'm your host, Chuck Peters, and today I am joined by a, a guest, Michael Wally. Hello, Michael. Hey, Chuck. And Michael, for those of you who uh, have attended Centricid any time in the past, you probably know Michael as the superstar, rock star, Centricid guy. <laughs> Uh, part of that team for a long time, and he's made a huge impact on a lot of kids and leaders who have come to camp. Uh, but Michael's in a different role now, and so he has been behind the controls here for the podcast for, what, a couple months now? Yeah, a few months. And um, But his his role is as our event producer. We put on here at Lifeway Kids, we put on a lot of events. We have our Etch Family Ministry Conference. We've got several VBS preview events where we... Uh, are in uh, Ridgecrest, North Carolina, and Fort Worth, Texas, and Houston, Texas, and then back here in the Nashville area. Mm-hmm. And so Michael leads out over all of those events. And that's just sort of what the job is high level, because there's a whole lot of other stuff that you're involved in day to day, too. Right. And so Michael is uh, someone who uh, has a lot invested in conducting and hosting and leading high quality events that are designed to inform, instruct, and inspire you. Uh, our listener, who is the kids leader. Now, in the in the context of our Etch Conference, we reach beyond just kids, right, Michael? Mm-hmm. We do. We re- also reach students and family ministry leaders, and even we have some senior pastors that come too, and that's incredible. But the goal is the same. The goal mm-hmm. is we want to give you information that's helpful. We want to encourage you. We want to inform you. And you and I had a, a great discussion a week or so ago where we scribble, I like to scribble things on the wall oh, yeah. in my office. Not right on the wall. I've got big sticky papers all over the wall. But we filled a whole card with what's the purpose for events. And I would love to talk about that with you today. Yeah, that sounds awesome. But first. But first. But first, we have to do a but first with you. So we, we like to get to know our guests and give listeners an opportunity to connect with you and get to know you. And so I want to find out a little bit about young Michael. All right. So when you were a kid... Did you have anything that you collected? Was there something that you were into? <laughs> so funny story with okay. this one. I, I was might be. I was in sixth grade and I looked at all my friends who had like rock collections or things like that. And I Stamps, said, coins. yeah, things like that. And I was like, you know, I'm not really interested in that. What could I start collecting that no one else collects? And at that point, the Garfield movie was coming out. Okay. I think like 10 people saw that movie, but that movie was coming out then. Yeah. Because the comic books were hugely right. popular. Absolutely. But I was like, man, the movie's going to come out. I'm sure it's going to be successful. It wasn't. Not. But, right. Um, and then I started seeing these things online of all these people collecting Garfield things. So I started collecting Garfield things, and mm-hmm. I even cleared out like an entire section of my room where my Garfield collection was going to go. So I started buying the Garfield comic books, and I started buying any of the merchandise from the movie. And I also even remember going to Dollar Tree and buying, like, one of those tin, like, those foil balloons. I didn't ask them to blow it up, but I just had all of this in my room. So you saved the uninflated Garfield balloon. I did. I did. I wanted to be one of those people who had the entire room full of Garfield. So that lasted about a few months. and then, But I did have an entire shelf full of Garfield things, and I'm pretty sure that box is still at my parents' house. I was going to say, okay. Yeah. So was there any one particular piece that stood out to you as like Mm. the featured Garfield Mm -hmm. 
You know those clocks that are of those cats, and then they just have the tail swinging the there? The on the wall? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, and the tail swings. Did the I eyes had a, move, too? Yeah, I okay. had a Garfield version of no that. Way. And so that was kind of the prime <laughs> feature thing there. One day I'm going to find that, and I'm going to put it out All right, in my so home or something still, like that. You, you think this may be in a box in your parents' I'm pretty basement sure it or is. attic or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's in the attic. Wow. Um, but So, yeah, I had and a so Garfield sure collection for listening. about— Oh, yeah, probably. So we, we need to ask her, please go to the attic, dig for that yeah. box, because I think you need that clock. I think I do like need that clock. Wall I do. Yeah. <laughs> or at least yes, absolutely. Living room I at home. It. I'm yeah. sure Anne-Marie would love that <laughs> Garfield clock. Do you have – Do you have you maintained uh, an interest in Garfield I still do love forward? Garfield. Well, one of the parts of that was I was trying to decide what I was going to be when I grew up, and I wanted to actually be an illustrator. Oh, and yeah. so Garfield to this day, if I'm going to doodle something on a tablecloth or, you know, one of those – paper tablecloths. I will doodle Garfield. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to watch for that. All right. So did you, because I love when you go to the restaurant and they, like you're waiting for your food, but mm-hmm. they give you crayons and stuff to scribble with. Exactly. All right. That's yep. good. We that's will, my go-to. At <laughs> one of these events, which is a good segue to events, we'll be traveling somewhere. There will be a paper tablecloth and I need to see your Garfield. I will draw Garfield just for you. All right. Good. Just for you. How about Odie? Can you draw Odie? I cannot draw, draw Odie. I did once paint Odie in my closet at my home. For those who don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You painted Yes, Odie I in your once closet. I just took over the closet and just painted Garfield and Odie. Um didn't tell my mom, but when they moved out of that house, my mom didn't paint over it. So, so somebody inherited Somebody else closet. inherited Some an Odie and a Garfield in the closet. An, that's hilarious. We moved into a, a house one time when my girls were little. And there was like some scene that was painted inside the closet mm. of the kids' room. It was like a little, I don't know, storefront yeah. or bakery or something. I'm sure some 6th grade Michael did probably. that. Probably. Yes. <coughs> but no Garfield as far as no I know. No Garfield. <laughs> All right, well, let's, let's talk a bit about the, um, these, the idea of coming to events, right? We know that this um, coming together mm-hmm. is something that a lot of us in kids' ministry – now, the Etch Conference in particular is for kids, students, family ministry. Since this is the kids' podcast, let's talk to kids' leaders. Most of the time, we are, we are busy people mm-hmm. on Sundays or at church when ministry is happening. We're not – receiving, we are giving Absolutely, at a lot of that time. And so, you know, it's easy in our digital world to uh, find things like training and information online. And isn't that enough? What, what is it about, what is it that we really need? So when it comes to this whole idea of coming together, why in this day and age where content is available, it's ubiquitous, why is it important to leave somewhere, drive however many miles, stay in a hotel, and actually be in the same room with other people. Well, for most of the people that we serve, I mean, they are in in the church day in and day out, whether they're a full-time kids ministry leader or whether they volunteer every single Sunday. So sometimes it's important just to escape the normal routine so you can focus and hear from God in a new way. I also think, you know, there's lots of great online training, but there's something about gathering together with other people and other like-minded people to create that community that's so valuable and so impactful. So, I mean, we know the Bible clearly says, don't forsake the gathering together with the brethren. Mm -hmm. And so I think it is an important thing for us to do, but there's something special that happens there. How how do you, how can we quantify that? What is it that 
only happens when we're together that doesn't happen when we're watching a video. Well, I think that's part of just the corporate the corporate nature of being a part of the larger church, part of the larger church, larger than your own church body. Um, and especially at an event or a conference, you get to connect with other people who may be in your same shoes. Maybe you're the only one on your staff that is experiencing those things, but mm-hmm. you, ha- you get the chance to connect, to bond with other people who... They may be able to say, yeah, I'm going through that same thing, or maybe I went through that, and here's how I navigated that. Um, It's just really incredible to connect with members of the larger church. Yeah, I think that's really key, right? Because Mm -hmm. (laughs) a lot of us feel, uh, and I'll I'll speak for the listener, maybe listener, maybe you feel like you're the only one who's in your situation. Mm -hmm. And we can either feel encouraged at the moment and have nobody run to celebrate with, (laughs) or we can be in a dark place. Sometimes we go through hard times when stuff is just difficult and you can feel like nobody else understands it. Most of us, I know Bill Emiot, who is your friend and mine, we both work closely with Bill and he uh, teaches and educates uh, a lot of churches. I know he says to his advice to kids leaders is you need to have a really good friend who doesn't go to your church. Yeah, You need to have a good friend with someone who's not your pastor, with somebody who doesn't have your pastor as their pastor, so that you can share feelings openly and so that you can have somebody else to speak into your life. And mm-hmm. so this coming together is a great place for that. Absolutely. That's so important. How, how about the uh, – as we talk, we can get, maybe get more specific about this year's Etch Conference mm-hmm. is coming up October 17 through 19 here in Nashville at the Music City Center. We want to have – Everyone who's listening, come to the event if you yes. can. Um, and so information is online at etchconference.com. You can check that out even while you're listening, as long as you don't close this tab. Right. Keep this tab open. Us. But check out etchconference.com. We'd love to have you come and be here. What kind of things happen at the Etch Conference in particular that might make that person say, uh, yeah, all right, you guys hear you talk about relational mm-hmm. connection, and that's good, and that's good, but... There's clearly more that happens. We have a whole lot of going things going on that you've scheduled. Maybe you can hit on some of the highlights for us. What are what are some things? I don't want to give away, right? We don't want to be a spoiler right. alert here. But what are some things that a person who decides to come specifically to the Etch Conference this year will find and see and feel and do? Well, one of the things that we have every year at Etch, and we've intentionally designed this way, is times of worship. Um, for so many kids ministry leaders that I know, they're not actually in worship. Um, they may be coordinating the kids ministry room, or they may just, or they are they being pulled in many directions. Some even are pulled in to sit with the babies because the volunteer didn't show up. And we wanted to provide a time at Etch where you don't have to worry about that. You're not going to get pulled out to go step in in a volunteer role. You're not going to have to go handle a crisis. You're just going to be able to sit in worship and sing songs corporately, um, something that a lot of kids ministry leaders may not get to do on a normal Sunday morning. So we've got an amazing worship leader, Jimmy McNeil from Austin Stone. Um, And so I've been talking with him a lot and he's really excited about this event and just what God's going to do through this event. So it's going to be really cool. And that's something that I think is going to be great at Etch and something that a lot of kids ministry leaders probably don't get to experience or just kind of block everything else out and focus on their time of worship. That's going to yeah. be that's going to be great. Another thing is our breakout sessions. Um, I Today, I've spent a lot of time working on the program. We have a bunch of them. We have a bunch of them. <laughs> we have, um, so we I think we have six breakout time slots. And for each breakout time slot, we're offering 14 different sessions. 
Um, so that's a Have lot. Have you done the math on that? Yes. I, on I, I don't know how many that is. I could probably do it right now. 14 times um, 6. Somebody call in. Somebody. My wife is a math teacher, so she would do it in her head right now. But I'm not, so I'm not going to do it in my head. Um, but as I'm reading these breakout descriptions, I mean, these are from major leaders from the kids' ministry world, student ministry world. We've got seminary professors, people who are involved in academia, who um, – I mean, we've got the best of the best who will be leading these breakouts. And one thing that's cool about Etch is that most, you're, they're not going to be a ton of people in this room. Um, yeah. I love how intimate the feeling Especially of Etch is. Especially so many breakouts happening right. at a time. Right, You can have smaller um, groups in there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so, th- so they're going to feel really intimate, and they're also going to feel really practical as, as you get to bond and talk to these kids' ministry experts with these really practical topics. Yeah. And we're covering every topic from worship to um, safety and security to volunteers to burnout to I think there's even one about Fortnite. So it's going to be it's going to be <laughs> great. <awesome>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a session. I'll invite you listeners to come to my session if you have time, if you can find a slot and you're here. I'm doing a session that's for for guys only. So oh, we yeah. have some unique challenges as men in leadership, especially in kids and student space. And so I'm I'm working on a a presentation, uh, a challenge, really, for guys on how we as men need to be involved in the spiritual development of kids and ch- uh, in uh, students. Yeah. And if we don't do that, it's we're missing really a calling that the Lord has put on us as guys. So I'm excited to talk about that. I also get to talk about administration. That's one of my favorite things to talk Ooh. about. Do you have a session or two that you're doing? I'm not doing any session, you but you I'm do going such to be fun things. I well maybe one time, but <laughs> I'm actually have some other responsibilities yes. at the event. So I my role at the event is I'm gonna be there for anything that anyone needs. Um I wanna be available. You'll see me at the info desk. You may see me on the main stage at times, but I want to be there to connect with the people who come to Etch and yeah. just serve them in some ways. So so they they can join in the breakout sessions and get practical content, and our main sessions can be inspired by corporate worship. And then I'll be there to take care of all the other things and all the other details, all yeah. the stuff behind the scenes that nobody knows you're stressed out about, but you're making look absolutely. Easy. I'll be making sure the biscuit bar is set up. Ooh, we mentioned okay. that. Well, let's talk about that. So yeah. there are uh, okay. Well, look, before we go to biscuit bar, let's talk about some of our featured speakers. So we've yeah. got you mentioned Jimmy McNeil. We've got uh, breakout speakers. What about our keynotes? Our keynotes. We have Lisa Harper will be doing the first session. and um, I'm she, a big fan of I Lisa. am too. I saw, She's an awesome person. I saw a video clip that was just released of her new Bible study last night, and it was great. Retweeted Job. it, shared it. Oh, yeah. so good. And it's going to be great hearing from her. We've also got Jamie Ivey, yeah. which if you haven't listened to her podcast, um, I it's it's incredible, and we're excited to have her. She's also doing a breakout session. Awesome. That'll be great. Um, we've also got Crawford Loritz. Yes. Um, and so I actually talked to the kids ministry leader from his church last week. Who um, was here at Lifeway for some other training. That she we was. Doing. And That's so awesome. got just got to know a little bit more about him and excited to have him. And I listen to him fairly regularly on my drive on the radio. He is just an awesome pastor and speaker. I'm excited to have him come because he's someone that we have uh, not had before. Right. And uh, I'm excited to hear what he has to share. Yeah. And another another person who will be joining us, um, who's actually, I believe, releasing a book very soon, The Storm Toss Family, and that's Dr. Russell Moore. Yeah. Um, I think the topics that he addresses, they're, they're so needed for us as in the Christian community right now. And so I'm excited to have him. He's going to specifically be talking about, you know, how can we connect better with families and yeah. parents in our ministry? It'll be it'll be great. He's and he is so well 
in tune to what's happening in the culture mm -hmm. and able to help connect the dots to those of us in ministry. So that's exciting too. Yeah. And then we've also got some special guests. Um, okay. We've got Ellie Holcomb, who um, she's a singer songwriter and she's releasing a kid's book. And she's a Nashville gal. She is a Nashville gal. Um, in fact, it's, it's for me, it's really cool because when I was in college, we tried really hard to get Ellie Holcomb to play a concert. <laughs> yes. But um, and her husband, Drew, but she was so booked we weren't able to get her. So now I'm kind of texting my college friends like, saying, ha -ha! guess who I get to work <laughs> with at Edge. Ellie's coming. And she's amazing. She is. So, again, if you're not familiar with her music, look for Ellie Holcomb. You can find mm -hmm. her on iTunes or anywhere. And so she's she is fantastic. And she's so Nashville, which yes. is a good thing. And that's one of those neat things about Etch. Mm -hmm. So I want to move into we're part of this. We'll get back to Biscuit Bar. So we've, <laughs> you know, I've I've been involved in kids ministry for mm, coming up on 15 years now and been to all the events. You know, there's a ton of kids ministry events that happen out there. Mm -hmm. uh, there are a few student ministry events that happen out there. There are a couple family ministry events where those people come at the same time. But, you know, why would you pick this one over all the others? So in general, I think we both would say you need to go to an event mm -hmm. because of the things that we started off talking about. You're, you don't get a chance to worship most of the time. You need to be with other people who understand your concerns and can help celebrate your wins. Mm -hmm. And you need to be challenged from great speakers and learn from breakouts. And so I always go back to my three eyes, inform, instruct, inspire. You can find those things a lot of places. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that are just really unique to our Etch Family Ministry Conference. And so I want to talk a little bit about what's unique. What are you going to find here that's different than if you went to any of these other things? And so that's kind of an important thing as you, as the you know listener, as you're trying to decide how far to travel, where to go. Mm -hmm. What are you going to get from these conference or that conference? How do they compare to one another? What are some of those things that are distinct about Etch? So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, I think one of the things, going from what we were just talking about, is that it is in downtown Nashville. Yes. Um, we, the Lifeway Kids and Lifeway Student Team, we've called Nashville home for, I don't know, I don't know how long Lifeway's been here, but a long time. Well, a long, probably and 100 so, years. I mean, right? I've been, I've been here <laughs> several years and it's just, it's so great to be able to welcome other people to our home i mean we really do feel like downtown nashville is our home that's where i go and get coffee that's where now they have these motorized scooters so i went and rode yes. one downtown the other have day you? I, haven't I, did, I did i did i went and got really coffee cool. was it um, one of the green ones it was it yeah. was yes it was so that, that was a lot of fun so we really do feel like we're welcoming you to our home and there's some advantages with that i mean if you come to a conference and you want to know the best place to eat we can we can hook you up yes um or you know if you just or you can take us things, out. yeah or that too <laughs> Um, and so it really, the thing about Etch is it really does feel like a hometown event because yes. it is our hometown and we want to invite you guys to our house. Yeah. Um, part of that is, so, you know, here again, we have a brand new headquarters here yeah. at Lifeway, the building that we are in right now, which is in downtown Nashville, right? We're not, for some of our events, we have events in Houston and mm -hmm. in Fort Worth and in North Carolina where we are traveling and we're away from home. Etch is our conference that's here. Yeah. It's home. And so while we're at Music City Center for the larger part of the event this year, that's just a tease that I'll leave there. This year, emphasis on this year, um, we, part of the event will be here in our building. Mm -hmm. So oh, well. you can not only be in our town, you can be in our house. 
So what's happening here at Lifeway headquarters that the listeners might want to check out? So we're going to be at Music City Center October 18th and 19th, which is Thursday and Friday. But on Wednesday, we're actually hosting pre-conferences in our building. So we have a few sessions, um, things to relate to, you know, how do we respond to sexual abuse or how do we prevent sexual abuse? I think that's going to be such an impactful session. Gregory Love. Yeah. And he is an amazing, amazingly well-informed speaker, Mm -hmm. legal counsel type of a guy, right? He's knows about that stuff. So important for those of us in ministry to know how we can protect the kids and students in our ministry from that. And ourselves. Yeah. Um, Also, we've got some new fast tracks. So if you're new to kids ministry, new to student ministry, new to family ministry, or if you just want to know more about it or know how do you switch to a family ministry strategy, we've got sessions for that. And then one thing I'm really excited about is we are hosting a party. We are. A kickoff party. So this is going to be limited to the first 500 people who are SVP. I've talked to some food trucks who are going to be there. We've got a live band. I'm working with a live band who's going to be doing some fun music. And um, you just get the chance to see our building where we work day in, day out. Um, A lot of the resources that your church may use, you'll get to see where they're actually dreamed and created and implemented. So that's going to be fun. So will a tour of the building be a part of the event? That will be an option. Yes. Cool. If you would like to see... Where if you'd like to see where it happens, we will the we'll show you around. Yeah, the belly of the beast. Yes, sweet. Well, that yeah, that party is going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We're we're inviting our you know special uh, speakers and other people to come. We don't we can't guarantee who all will be there, right? But we will be there. Absolutely, and there will be many of the people who will be leading those breakout sessions and involved <coughs> in the event. Excuse me, that will be accessible to you, where we can hobnob together and rub elbows and have casual conversation and just a really good time. Mm-hmm. So, And Chuck, yeah, that leads fun. me to another thing that's unique about Etch is that Etch, you may feel, is a little smaller than some other events you may go to, and that's by design. Yes. We want Etch to feel intimate. We want it to be intimate. Um, we want to be accessible to you. The people who create the Lifeway Kids and Lifeway Students resources, the breakout leaders, the main stage speakers. We want to be accessible. We want to build that community. That really is the heartbeat behind Etch. So, strate- so we're we're not going to allow Etch to be 10,000 people because that doesn't really feel intimate. Um, And we want to get to know you and we really want to know how we can serve you best. And so that's through relationships. So you'll feel that Etch is a little more intimate and we hope it feels really personal. And that's something you and I, I mean, you say that's intentional and it really Mm -hmm. is. That's something you and I work together on and, and strategize together with other leaders here on our team about what should be different about this event. And size is one of those things that we, you know, on the one hand, do you set a goal to grow the event to get it as big as it can be? Or do we really need to, if that's, if the goal is intimacy, if it's closeness, if it's a feeling of belonging, of family, of connection, getting too big is, could be detrimental. And so, yeah, we're very intentional to say, we don't want this to be the biggest event. It's not the biggest event. Uh, but we do want it to move more and more towards being a more personal Mm -hmm. event, which includes being in our house, Mm -hmm. in our town, at our restaurants. Um, You know, we're uh, we're comfortable because we're here. Our special guests are people that are from Nashville, like Mm -hmm. Ellie Holcomb. And so uh, I think that's something that's really special. Yeah, we're so excited. I, I That's why I love Etch. Um, that's one of the many reasons I love Etch. But it really does. It provides the opportunity where I can say, hey, Linda, I know you. I know what church you're from. I know I know how your ministry has worked. I've seen you at camp. I've seen you at, um, talk about VBS. And so I think that's one of the values of Etch is just that we really do get to know the people who are there. We get to know our guests, and, and we care about you. I know something that we should point out is although you know this is an event that's put on by Lifeway, 
you do not have to use LifeWay resources to attend this event nope. and for it to be worthwhile. As a matter of fact, if you don't use LifeWay resources, we want you to come, and we're not going to force you to try mm-hmm. to sell you stuff. This is not an event that's about selling you stuff. Nope. This is truly an event that is about equipping the church and home. That's what mm-hmm. Edge stands for, and it's what we're all about. We really want to pour into you regardless of your denomination, mm-hmm. uh, affiliation, regardless of what curriculum you teach and use. This is an equipping and uh, partnering event where we really just want to, as you and I have talked, we've said something that if we could wish anything for this event is we want it to feel less like a conference and a little bit more like the feeling you get when you go on a retreat. Absolutely. Can you share a little bit about those thoughts? Yeah. So when you think retreat, I mean, you really do think escaping the normal routine and an opportunity to hear from God in new ways. We, and that's what we want etch to be about. I mean, whether you come by yourself or whether you bring your team, if you bring your team, that's such a great time to build relationships, to have those moments that you quote and laugh about years later, um, and to really get on the same page. But also just, we hope that you, our prayer is that some someone would leave Etch feeling valued, feeling inspired, and also feeling better equipped to go back and serve the kids and students in their ministry. That's our goal. And, um, and we really hope that that comes through and and we're expecting that God is going to do that through etch this year and also for years to come. And so we are very excited as we get closer and closer to this year's etch conference October 16 through 18 here in Nashville. 17 through 19. I'm sorry, 17 through 19. Blah. Here in Nashville, etchconference.com will have the correct dates. You're right. You can find them there. But as we get closer and closer as fall comes uh, the time's about to change, and all of a sudden we'll be into October before we know it. We're super excited about this year's event specifically. You may not be able to come this year, but we want you to know that Etch will be here again next year mm-hmm. in Nashville. It may be slightly different. We can't go into that yet. Right. We'll, we'll be talking about that at the at conference. this year's event, we'll tell you about what to expect for next year's event mm-hmm. that's going to make it even better than ever. But also, maybe a little bit more... You might need to get out in front of this to make sure you get your space. Right. So something to think about. Michael, thank you so much. Thanks, Chuck. Thank you for being here to talk about Etch. But thank you. Let me thank you publicly for all the work you put into helping make this event great. We want to do things, like you said, maybe a little smaller, not necessarily the biggest, but also with really high quality. Mm -hmm. And so we work really hard. I know you work really hard to make sure that we are portraying excellence. It's what we need to give the Lord. It's what we want for our churches. And it's what we expect at our event. And so thank you for representing excellence for us and for making that happen for our attendees. And so I'm excited about what's going to happen. Me too. It's all about serving the church. And that's what we hope that we're able to do through Etch and through all of our events. We are excited. So listeners, etchconference.com, check it out. Come if you can this year. If you can't make it this year, man, that's a bummer, but we hope that you'll keep it on your calendar again for next year and join us as soon as you can. We will be here and we would love to be able to invest in you and connect you with other people like yourself. Thank you for listening again to the Kids Ministry 101 podcast, and we look forward to talking again soon on our next episode.